Welcome to Neighborhood Church. To learn more about who we are as a community or to financially support Neighborhood, go to neighborhoodchurchmn.org. Enjoy the message. Uh, super pumped to be here. It's going to be short and sweet, hopefully. Uh, it's a beautiful day out. I don't want to be here any longer than you, you all. Uh, but I love, I love speaking, and I love being here. So if you don't know me, I'm Mike Valdez. I've been around for a long time, been doing ministry with Chris and Nikki 15 years. What year is this one? 23? 23, 7, 6, take care of the two. Yeah, about 16 years I've been doing ministry with those folks and have come over here and have been doing speaking for maybe two years now, kind of on and off, and you might see me around a little bit more which is really cool. So what I wanted to talk about today is speaking of it being beautiful and getting you out of here and having fun, that's kind of what I'm going to talk about. This is an idea that I've had for, for a few weeks, but it really hit home when Rebecca was speaking two weeks ago. Nikki already mentioned this, Rebecca talking about rest. But if you missed that message, highly recommend going and, and listening to that. In short, I wanted to recap what Rebecca was talking about because it's going to flow right into what I had to say today. But Rebecca was talking about the importance of breaking the cultural norm and being okay with taking rest. And we just live in a culture where it's so go, go, go. Uh, You got to get kids here. You got to get kids there. Or you're really into work and you're working long hours. Well, I'm not going to take a nap because I need to be more productive. I need to get more things done. And I loved the idea of taking time to rest. Why do I love that? Because for me, I love the intentionality behind it of I need to slow down because I need to show up to the world when I'm doing all these things, when I'm taking care of people, when I'm doing my job, when I'm having fun. I need to show up as the best version of myself. The only way I can do that is if I'm taking care of myself. I nap all the time. I loved it. So I wanted to take that a little bit further today and talk about Another way that we can show up is the fullest version of ourselves, and that's having fun. If you know me, that is a big part of my life. I probably have a little too much fun in everything that I do, but it's something that is really, really important and has gotten me a lot of places. And it's, uh, it's also a value of Neighborhood Church. I guess maybe that's why I like it here. But we here at Neighborhood Church believe that fun is you showing up in the world as the best version of yourself, is the fullest version of yourself. And I really believe that we can't do that. We can't show up in the world as the fullest version of ourselves unless we do a few things that I'm going to walk through today. But the first being, we really need to love ourselves fully. We really need to love ourselves fully and deeply. And that's super important. So let's, let's break that down a little bit. And this isn't, this isn't anything special. Here are just a couple ways that I thought about as I was preparing for this message. Here's a couple ways that I thought about, uh, or practical ways, easy ways that we can do this. And the first being, let's talk about fun. Let's talk about the things that you all like to do that I like to do. So what makes you all beautiful? What do you all love doing? What are you going to go do after church today? What have you been doing this summer? What are the things that you enjoy? Do you... Uh, what are cool things that people do that I don't do? Do you guys go on walks? I don't do that. Do you, uh, do you go to the gym? Do you work out? Do you 
go fishing? Do you have boats? Do you go for runs? Do you play with your kids? Do you, are you in a book club? Or do you play games with folks? What do you do? What, and, and what makes you unique in that? For me, uh, my buddy's not here. My buddy Tom's not here, and I was going to give him a shout-out. But I love going out, and I love adventuring. I just spent uh, a week in Bayfield sailing, and it was fantastic. And uh, a buddy of mine lent me his camper for the week, and I got to have a whole campsite and have friends over and then go out during the day and go sailing out in the Apostle Islands. We sailed from Duluth all the way over there. Um, and then, like, around the Apostle Islands, and it's just, like, it was a whole week. And to me, I'm thinking as I'm, as I'm preparing this message, it's like, man, this is fun. I am showing up, and this is what, this fulfills me. This isn't something that somebody told me to do or that I, well, it kind of was. Um, but somebody encouraged me to do this. But sailing or being out in the water, breathing the air, um, just listening to the waves or being at a campsite, hearing the fire. These are things that fully make me me. I love this. These are things that I really enjoy. And we've all heard a thousand messages about, hey, go out and, and, and what do you love doing? Do you know you, you go hiking or you go for a run or you just look at the clouds or you read a good book or have a good cup of coffee and that's how we can connect to God, which is all great. But what I'm talking about is having fun as you do that. Now, I want to take a side sidestep here. We all know, for the most part, the things that we like to do for fun. We all, you could probably come up with 10 things that, yeah, here's what I like to do. <laughs> but as I was preparing this, I started thinking, what about the things that you do that aren't fun, but you do anyway, because you're like pretending to have fun? <laughs> you all know what I'm talking about, where it's like, you show up to a place, you show up to, for me, it's parties. And it's, <laughs> I hate going to parties, but I still do it. Because if I don't, I'm going to, I have fear of missing out or I, I feel obligated to go because my neighbors invite me over for a get together. But, oh, shoot, my other neighbors are going to be there. Oh, man, that sounds like a drag or like a family get together where there's certain family members. I'm like, oh, man, they're going to tell me the same stories. I don't really like doing this, but I got to go because and, and <laughs> well, actually, family gatherings, I can't really dip out if I got to do that. But let's say social gatherings. That's just one where I get uncomfortable. It's. There's too many people around, and I'm more of an introvert than you might think that I am. I, I don't love to be around people a ton. And uh, so it's like parties for me were one where it's like, do I really, is this really bringing me joy? I'm not actually having fun when I go to these things. Why am I actually doing it? Just because somebody's going to say, well, why weren't you there, Mike? So that's just one example for me of, like, ah, so thinking, as we're talking about, again, becoming the fullest versions of ourselves, Right. Think about the things that make you happy, the things that you love. But the first step is, are there some things in your life that you can cut out that are distracting or getting in the way or filling up time that, you don't, that aren't really bringing you life, that aren't really bringing you joy? I wish I had some better examples, but I also promised you I'd keep this brief. Otherwise, I'd be here all day. So are there some things that... Yeah, that, that you might be doing that I'm like, yeah, do I really need to be doing this? And I'm going to expand on that a little bit here too. So the second part to that is <laughs> I started getting like, oh, shoot, because I'm going to be vulnerable a little bit here. I'm like, do I really want to share this? No, I do. That's the point of today. Are there other things? So speaking of things that you're doing that maybe you shouldn't be doing or that aren't bringing you life, are there things in your life that you're not doing right now 
that would be bringing you life. And what I mean by that is, are there certain hobbies that you have that you don't really tell everybody about? Because, hey, people might look at you or weird or, oh, what is that? You do that? That's, that's weird. Or that's a little kiddish. Or to me, it's that. Because I have certain hobbies that I do that people will look at me and be like, what are you, five years old? It's like, you know what? That's me. And so are there things that you like doing or maybe that you want to do that you've thought about doing or things that would, maybe not hobbies, but um, hobbies or activities that you've thought about doing but maybe aren't super socially popular or aren't super cool, but you're totally like, you know what? I've always kind of wanted to do that or I've always wanted to collect that. So here's where I'll get vulnerable and, and, and I'm out myself a little bit, but it's okay. I, I do it on a regular basis. Is The first one is, isn't that bad, but I, I've come to terms with, I really love playing video games. I just do. <laughs> yeah. And that is something for a long time I didn't tell people because I'm out, I'm out like riding motorcycles, fixing cars, doing all that kind of stuff, hunting, fishing. Well, I don't really hunt so much anymore, but um, like those were the things I was like, hey, I'm cool because I do these things. But, oh, also I play video games. You know, <laughs> like, I didn't really want to talk about it. But you know what? Heck, that's me. The fullest version of me is I love playing video games. I love reading, like, science fiction novels. I love that. That's, that's the fullest version of me. And as I started to realize that and started to love myself more, It's a whole thing, but, and, and that is the fullest version of myself. Like, these are hobbies. These are things that I like to do, and I'm a 36-year-old man that has some toys sitting on his shelf, but whatever, because that's the fullest version of me. I'm also a 36-year-old man that loves sitting and fixing my motorcycle for days on end or loves going and sailing. I mean, it's just like it, it's this beautiful world, right? So, so that's kind of the first half of this, what we're talking about our hobbies, right? It, to be the fullest version of ourselves, what do you love doing? Embracing that. What are some things that you're maybe not doing or not super proud of? Pulling that in, but also getting rid of some of that stuff that isn't really bringing you life. So you see that? Like getting rid of some of that, making space for other things to come in while doing the things that you love. And all of a sudden, we're starting to get there. We're starting to live this life where we have these hobbies that are bringing us joy. You wake up in the morning and you're liking doing these things. You're not loathing having to go here or do this or I'm doing this out of obligation. So the second half is a little bit harder. That's really easy to talk about things that we want to do, pick up hobbies, but the second half is a little bit harder and that's starting to fully love yourself for who you are. It's like, uh, all right, shoot, got to do some got to do some inner work here. What I mean by that is for me, well, I guess it's for all of us embracing, so again, becoming the fullest version of ourselves. And that means embracing all the things that make us who we are, how we identify with our race, our culture, our sexuality, our gender, the things that we like, the things that we don't like, the way we look. Heck, that's probably, that's a huge one, embracing the way that we look and being okay with that. Uh, I think of what are other things that make us who we are? Our trauma that we've experienced, 
the, the mistakes that we've made, the dumb things that we've said to people. That one's me, big time. The dumb things that I've said to people, uh, my history, my family, all these things that make us who we are. How do we learn to love those things about us? Because again, we're not showing up as the fullest versions of ourselves. If we can fully, unless we can fully accept and embrace these things about us. And this takes a lot of work. This takes a lot of uh, subconscious work. It takes a lot of waking up every morning and telling yourself, no, I am beautiful. I am, I am great. I'm working, I'm working really hard with my therapist right now on uh, my, my race and culture and, and being proud of that. It's been something that, unfortunately, I, has been pushed on me as a negative my whole life or has been made a joke or has been made something that I'm looked down on or different than. And just, and, and so years of thinking or hearing that from people, you kind of start to believe it. I start to kind of think, hey, I'm less than because I have dark skin. I'm less than because my last name's Valdez. I'm less than because here's the, here's the foods that my family likes to eat when we get together, and it's different than what other people are eating around here. And, and so you just start to believe that. So I'm doing a lot of work, uh, and this is a great practice that my therapist constantly says, Mike, what makes <laughs> those things that you don't love about yourself or those things that are hard, what makes you beautiful within that rather than what makes you different? So Mike, what makes you beautiful about being Mexican? What makes you beautiful about being Native? And I've gone on and been like, oh, well, the Mexican people are, this is so great. She said, no, 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 not the people, you individually. What do you love about yourself because you are Mexican? What do you love about yourself because you have lineage um, as a Native American? What do you love about yourself? And that's a really good practice for you. So if there's stuff that is that that has been seen as a negative or is kind of weighing on you, things that you're having a hard time accepting about yourself, just that simple practice, but like, yeah, but what is beautiful about that? What makes me unique about, what is unique about that in me? And that is a, that is a really, really cool way to, to start to sh reshape that, that thought in your mind of that I am less than or I'm not good enough. Because again, if we're doing that, just like with the with the uh, the hobbies that we have, that maybe we're filling up our time in a bad way, these things keep us from being the fullest version of ourselves. So I still really haven't got to the point of why is it important to be the fullest version of ourselves. And this is where, uh, this is kind of my closing point and what I really want to take home here is to, well, I had a friend as I was talk, telling them about um, telling them about this was going to be my message. They asked me like, oh, "Yeah, but how does it all pull together? Like, how does this connect to your spirituality? How does this connect? How does this bring you closer to God?" I'm like, "Well, that's just it. That's the whole point." And here it is: if we can show up as the fullest versions of ourselves, and we can start to have fun, that is how we are connecting to God. And, and, and we see this because Jesus encourages this like crazy in the New Testament with, with all the interactions that he's having with people. He is always telling people, hey, you are beautiful and you are perfect just as you are. Chris talks about this like every week when he's up here. He's telling different stories about where Jesus has gone to people. Um, I mean, the easiest example, we all know the story of the woman at the well. Well, maybe not, but 
um, the woman at the well. He goes and he's like, yeah, 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 I don't care about your history. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care who you are. Go and be you. Go and be beautiful just as you are. And then on top of that, so that's kind of what I was talking about in the beginning. And then on top of that, we hear um, Jesus talking about a ton. We hear Jesus talking about, well, actually, it's the golden rule, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. So how does this all pull together? I can't do any of those things unless I'm first loving myself, showing up in the world is the best version of myself, and having fun while doing it. And as I'm having fun while doing it, here's the fun part. I'm accepting myself. All of a sudden, now I start to look at other people, and I know because I've done this, and it's crazy. I just told you all the dumb things that I like to do, but as I've embraced those things about my life, as I've thrown things out, all of a sudden I'm starting to look at each and every one of you out here, and I see your quirks. I see the silly things that you're into, or maybe you talk a little bit different or look a little bit different, but you know what? That's beautiful, and I get to see that that's beautiful in you because I've seen that it's beautiful in me, and I know what that's like. All of a sudden, you're not weird because you like to play with Legos or, <laughs> or like you like to run around with kids or because you collect stamps or buttons or something like that, because that makes you you. That's unique to you. That makes you beautiful. And I have to accept that in myself before I can accept that in you. So now as I'm living the fullest version of myself and I'm having fun doing what I'm doing, I'm having fun with you. And if we're starting to reciprocate that, well, that was, I just said it, that was the second commandment, loving others. Now we're fully loving others because we were able to love ourselves. And then as we're doing that, we are loving God because God is in us. God is all of us at all times, right? And, that's, and that is just, when you look at it from that lens with the whole theme of the Bible, and when you look at it from that lens with what Jesus is getting at, I think this is a huge thing that he's getting at as we learn to love ourselves because God is in us. We are loving God by doing that. We're also loving God by fully loving others, by accepting who we are, the differences within us, the fun, the silly hobbies, the things that we like to do. And, and, and it just it becomes this world where your stress is alleviated because you're not worried about this, um, all the things that you have to do. You can show up in the world, and you're having fun. You're seeing yourself and others and um, as fully beautiful, and you don't have to always worry what other people thinking about me. How am I thinking? That is all out the window, and now it's this world where I just get to see beautifully. Now, easier said than done, right? That's, I'm not saying that you can just go out and do this today. This, this takes work. This takes months. This takes years of practice. But you can start today. You can start with what is one thing today that I don't really want to have in my life anymore? What's one thing that I want to throw in? What's one person that I want to look at is beautiful? And what's one thing I want to see about myself is beautiful? And practicing that. A friend of mine has, I, I love this, has a vision board next to, in their house, and it's, it's, there's just positive affirmations about themselves and the things that they want to believe about themselves every single day that is helping reshape their mind about who they are and the way they want to show up in the world. I've, I've known people that will, like, put sticky notes on their car or on their window, like, you are beautiful. These things, you guys probably have way better ideas than I do. But that, that, that's where I'll wrap up.
is if we want to show up in this world uh, as the fullest versions of ourselves, which I really, which I really think is the greatest thing that we can do, all of a sudden we can start to have fun. We can enjoy our hobbies because we're enjoying ourselves and we're enjoying other people. And here's the best part: as you start to do that you start to make friends and connections with people that are doing the same dang thing and you don't have to feel dumb around them because you both see eye to eye and you can start to form a community. I think we do that wonderfully here at Neighborhood. I already think we're doing this great. I think we all do show up and, and, and we're doing this quite well and I'm just encouraging us to continue to do that. It's summer, let's go out and have some fun and see the best versions of ourselves and others. So I'll leave it at that. I'll, I'll pray before we finish here, and yeah, I don't think I have anything other than that. So, God, you are wonderful, and I love the intentionality of, of the uniqueness of each and every one of us, that in us lies this uniquely beautiful person and we're uniquely beautiful because we are different than others, and that's what makes us beautiful. And that together we share that. And I just ask as we go on through our week and our day, our month, that we can learn to love, that we can learn to love and see others learn to love ourselves and be okay with that and embrace our uniqueness Above all, just have tons of fun and connect to you and others as we're doing that. Amen.